What's, What's up, up bitches? bitches? You're tuning in to the Unpromised 20s. I'm Alexis. I'm Angelina. And I'm Brianna. And this is our guest, Kevin Nichols. What's up? That was a great, that was a great <laughs> intro, by the way. I feel like every time we have a guest, it's an awkward pause right after we all say it. I know. No, but like, honestly, like, I do podcast too, so I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on that. Yeah, so today we have the amazing opportunity to sit down with another fellow podcaster. Our guest for tonight has a ton of accomplishments, not only when it comes to podcasts, but also music, clothing, DJ, and giving back to his community. So mm. welcome. Thank you for that intro. Thank you. <laughs> Cue the applause. <laughs> no, the sound effects we don't know how to use. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you guys for coming on. It's. I was saying this before I got here. I was like, it's funny, like, I don't have to, like, like it's like, I'm on a podcast so i don't have to worry about like all the, like the light because i'd be like look at the cameras i'm like making the, like everything you guys got it all down so it's nice to you know be on the other seat you know yeah thanks for joining us we're super excited of course yeah i think we were all i was nervous at least i can say i was like oh my gosh like just from watching all your stuff it is so good your quality like all your guests like you've just mm. been doing it for so long too mm. so it's like Holy crap. I appreciate <laughs> it. He's going to either think we're really good or awful. Like, no. like how did I end up here? <laughs> no, like, you guys reached out, and I was like, dude, absolutely. And, like, and like I said, anyone who does a podcast, like, I I, th- I think they're the new, like, form of entertainment. Like, I think yeah. I think they're, the, they're, like, the wave. I, th- I honestly, like, um, and I love podcasts. Like, I love, like, watching them, listening. I, I love it. So, I'm, yeah, I'm very happy to be here, so. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name's Kev Nichols, not not Nick. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but no, so uh, yeah, I, I grew up in Northeast Philly. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like I went to Archbishop Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, went to Temple for four years, uh, graduated, finally, you know, proud of that. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to graduate, honestly. Um, graduated, and then, yeah, so, um, you know, I live in Fishtown now. Got a house about a year, year and a few months. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I DJ, you know, do music on the side. Um, I do a podcast, mental health podcast, um, Grace Project, the nonprofit stuff. Like, you know, and it's funny, like it all kind of happened like at once. I think, I don't know if you, if you guys can relate, but um, before I did a lot of family parties and like wasn't really taking myself serious as like a DJ or like anything like that, but once COVID hit, um, I like was living down the shore, like bouncing around to different houses, like had no money. I just like was really lost in my life. And then um, once COVID hit, uh, I you know started my podcast, and that kind of everything kind of just like took off from there. Mm-hmm. You know, but he does everything. He even makes candles. I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> They're actually not on sale anymore. You can go to your local craft show that if I'm there. But um, <laughs> nah. So yeah, no, nah, I. Honestly, like, my mentality on all that stuff is, like, throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just try it. And, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about, like, starting, like, your podcast and, like, just, like, starting something. It's, like, you're going to learn along the way. And, like, if you, yeah. and if you enjoy it, you keep doing it. If not, do something else. We're in our 20s. We're young. We can yeah. we can try yeah. this shit. You know what I mean? So it's kind of just where – and then you find your lane eventually. You find, like, mm-hmm. what you're interested yeah. in, what you're passionate about, what you're not passionate about, most importantly. Um, and then you just kind of run with it, you know? Yeah, you have a lot going on. Appreciate that. <laughs> he does it all. <laughs> Try to. How did you, um, you were saying a little bit about it being COVID and like down the shore feeling a little lost. What made you want to try a podcast? So the the story about this actually didn't really start because of me. So 
I I was doing music in my parents' house. Like we, have, my parents have a house in Ben Salem, um, and I was living there. And my, I made a song, never released it, because uh, I'm like very like, critical of myself. I don't know if you guys, how you guys are, but I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> um, so my sister came up to me and heard the song and was like, can you make me a song? And I'm like, sure. I'm like, let's see what I can do. So I have a twin sister, by the way, um, Haley. I'm um, a twin too. You're a twin? twin brother, yeah. Oh, let's go. Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, wait, who's older? I don't know that I am. How, how, much, how long? Two minutes. Two Yeah. I'm... Um, Haley, if you're watching this, screw you. She always makes fun of me. Uh, she's 11 minutes older than me. Um, so uh, so she asked me to make her a song. And I was like, sure. And honestly, it was one of those things that just like happens. Like, it's so weird. I made the song in a day. Like, usually it takes me like, you know, weeks or you have to sit on a song. You have to like, you know, you know, you go back to it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I did it in a day. And I made, I wrote it, produced it, everything. And, and made a song about her, about like, what she struggles with and like, her mental health and her not being free, you know, like I, I always stress like being free, like mentally and everything. So I made her, made her a song, sent it to her and she, she like cried and she like loved it. And I was going to make a music video for it. I was going to put it out, everything. And then I was like, let me like interview her for promo. I'm like, you know what I mean? Just to see like, you know, cause for me, I'm not scared to like put myself out there or try different things, whatever. So I was like, let's do an interview. Like people are like, oh, you know, like, what is this? And like, so I told my buddy Nick about it. And um, he was like, he was like, oh, you're doing a podcast? I'm like, wait, what? I'd never listened to podcasts. I didn't even know what a podcast was. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, like you're doing a podcast. Whatever. I'm like, no, but like, it's an interesting thought. He was <laughs> like, I love podcasts. Like, we should do one. I'm like, do you want to come over tonight? I'll set up a camera and we'll film and we'll drink some wine, whatever. <laughs> so he came over and yeah, we we just did a podcast. I I made a logo like in like Canva or whatever. I don't know if you're familiar with Canva, but yeah. so I made a logo in Canva, and the loft came from um, it. So it's it was in my parents' loft, so I called it the loft. And so I had the logo. I grabbed like the TV in my corner. I dragged it all the way over <laughs> to a little corner for the for the little studio. And I was telling you before, I had, like a light sitting in the corner at the picture frame, pointing the light up. Like like I said, I don't think that was a thing. Um, <laughs> And then I set up one one ring light and my camera and we filmed for like two hours and we put it out and got like, you know, a few thousand views. People were like liking it. It was different. We talked about mental health. We dove into deep topics. And then um, after that, it kind of just like took on a life of its own. I like I, I found myself enjoying it. I had different mm -hmm. guests on, you know, um, having this girl, Bryn, who, you know, was in a wheelchair and tried committing suicide. We had her on and she was talking about her experiences and kind of just dove into different topics. And um Put the song out on my sister and uh, people liked it. Then had her on for an interview, you know, and then, you know, like I said, just from there, I kept doing it. Um, it actually led me to doing like the nonprofit stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, brought me to a lot of different places. You know, as I said, like for you guys, like just keep going because you're networking, you're meeting new people. Like it's my favorite thing about having a podcast is mm -hmm. that you just meet new mm -hmm. people constantly yeah. and, you know, people get to see that, you know, so. Yeah. I think one of the coolest things is as a guy to like, not be scared to talk about mental health and mm -hmm. like how they may be struggling because I just this is gonna sound so sexist but I feel like that's such a girl thing yeah so when a guy actually opens up you're like oh shit like it really grabs your attention mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. I just want to say that's like huge no I appreciate really yeah that. I appreciate saying that and, it, and it's true you know and, and it's so funny because like when I started it no one understood be like oh, or is it just Kevin Nick just talking you know the shit on a podcast I'm like no like we're talking about stuff that can actually help you, like his experiences, my experiences, and then having guests on, 
you know, who, who go through this stuff or who have, who, who we had like a guy from the interventionist on, like, you know, people who just like, who can give you something to, to take with you, you know? Um, and so like with these guests I had on, I always made it a point to like, like I said, always have something you could take after the episode. Um, so being vocal about mental health, I started going out when I was, when I go with DJing and stuff, I would have people come up to me like guys and like, I would have like full on conversations about how like they're in recovery or their dad's an alcoholic or something like something like along those lines. And like, I'm like, wow, like people are watching it. And like, also like, like they're, they're opening up about it. You know, they're talking about this stuff. It's, it's important, you know? Um, and so that's like what I definitely would hit on, like just making sure that like, if people see me doing it and they also see me out DJing or they see me out, you know, you know, having a good time, you know, just because you have a mental health podcast doesn't mean you have to like be a hermit or anything. Mm-hmm. You can go out and have fun. You can do both, you I know, do. but you, it's just what you stand for, you know? Um, yeah. So I always like wanted to, I always try to make sure let people know like, Hey, you can always talk to me. So I would have people come up and talk to me and ask me about like their mental health and like we would have conversations, like full fun conversations. I'm like, dude, that that's the whole point of it. It's so cool. You know? And like, I remember like LaSalle, um, high school, they, they show my podcast in their class. Like they have a lot of class. They show my podcast. Wow. It's just cool. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like that's what I want. Like people should be talking about this stuff, you know, cause everyone goes through it, especially with COVID, you know, cause mm-hmm. everything it, it like, it, it made people like just reevaluate their lives. It made people like, you know, realize like what they're going through or made a lot of people's mental health worse. So why not, you know, talk about it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like it's very hard for guys, like we were saying, like to open up about that and for mm-hmm. like you having listeners walk up to you and like be able to tell their story and get comfortable with you, mm. that's amazing. I feel like that's a job well done. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for saying that. But you know what you know what I always talk about this too, like like the one moment that made me realize like this is what I'm gonna do forever. Like so I had this um uh this woman, she's my neighbor in my parents' development. Um I think two I think it was the last Christmas or the Christmas before, she lost her son to an overdose. And she told my mom that she listens to my podcast before she goes to bed. And, like, oh, I realized, like, I yeah, I was, like, when she told me that, I was, like, damn. Like, I, I, had, a, I had a moment. I get emotional thinking about it, but I was, like, yeah, like, I had a moment. I was, like, damn, like, because you always have, like, imposter syndrome, I feel like. And that's something I struggle with, too, is, like, not thinking, like, oh, like, you did this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always thinking, like, oh, like, it, it's not, it's nothing. You know, I didn't, but, like having her say that to me or my mom say it to me uh, made me really realize like your your what you put out and what you do has an impact on people's lives you know what I mean so that was like a huge moment for me and like and like going back to what you were saying about like being a guy and like talking about it like yeah like what's the alternative like you know what I mean like it's like you see so many people who struggle with it and like I always believe in like being the first person to do something I said it in the um when I had roses on uh Liz um, I said it in the clip. I just like, you know, it's funny because like, you could be you could be the first one to do it. People talk shit about it and then you get very successful at it. And I'm not anywhere yet, but I'm just thinking like in my head, like to keep going, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not to stop, not to like be afraid of like what people have to say. Yeah. And, yeah. And like, like I, I had that happen to me like when I first started and I'm like, great, you're you're helping me like mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm talking about it or sending it out like that you're helping me mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, like there's no such thing as bad publicity when it comes to that shit like yeah and i had someone um that i knew um talk talk bad about it in like one of the, in someone's group chat luckily my friend was in the group chat showed it to me and uh the kid tried saying what's up to me out at the bar and i was like 
oh man i'm I'm not stupid yeah Yeah. and like i wasn't hostile i was like come on man don't shake my hand like whatever like but and then he was like actually kev like i actually been going through a lot like and we had our we had a conversation and i'm like see yeah Yeah. everybody (laughs) goes through this shit man like yeah we're all in one we're all on this rock together it's like you know so i don't know i mean just why not yeah we did struggle with that i think we still do a little bit Mm -hmm. um we like live in a small town so we're the only ones around here that have a podcast right like that i can think of (laughs) yeah and at first i mean i know if it was everyone i'd be like what the hell are these bitches doing like Mm -hmm. starting a podcast Mm -hmm. but it is like you definitely go through a little phase where you're like oh wow like you kind of see who's supportive and who's not Mm -hmm. and now we're kind of getting to the point a little bit where you're like, I don't really care. Like, I have so much fun doing this. Yeah. So yeah. much bigger than, like, mm-hmm. whatever well, they're going to say. There's a saying. Um, I had Brand Flakes. Don't you guys know Brand Flakes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had him on my podcast. Um, and we were talking. We were like, do, like, big fish, small pond. Like, who cares? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, um, there's a saying that it takes three, four people to, ro- to rule the world. So if you guys find your team, find your people. Like, if you guys have each other, like, who cares? And then you have the right person on the podcast. You meet the right person. Like, that everyone like i could get in this for hours but like i go through the same thing you guys like are kind of going through like like you guys are like hustling you guys are putting this together like you guys are putting in the effort every single week to to put out a podcast like and that takes a lot you know Mm -hmm. so like you guys network and you reach out like you reach out to me like you you find the right person on the podcast or someone who co-signs the podcast or like wants to like work with you guys like then everyone in your neighborhood's gonna say oh did you see what they did yeah yeah you know that's all it is And, and like i said do you guys enjoy doing it yeah, I love it. It's love my therapy. It. Then, that's, then that's it. Then that's literally it. Then no, nothing else matters. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, you see a lot of people who, who either like, they're just everyone says, oh yeah, they're they're, they're they hate on you because they're jealous. That might not always be the case, but at the same time, there um, there's shit that they wish they'd be doing that they're mm-hmm. too scared to do, and mm-hmm. you guys are the ones doing it. And eventually, you're gonna get so comfortable in yourself to where you're like. Oh, like you're gonna have people come up to you and say oh i listen to your podcast or mm-hmm. whatever and you find like that initial like i'm kind of like speaking to myself too like it's like we're all in the same boat <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. All the same boat. So, like you find like those people who it doesn't matter how many you find those people who support you and you just hold on to them and those yeah. are the people that are going to come out and see when you guys film a live podcast at a restaurant or see when you guys have a big guest on like those mm-hmm. are the people that matter you know yeah. the rest of it doesn't matter like it really doesn't um we do have like those few people i feel like we all hold on to mm-hmm. yeah. because they oh every single week they'll text us or something yeah. and it's like okay this is why like not only why we do it but it's like thank you for listening exactly and, like, mm-hmm. yeah really like giving us like uh feedback on the yeah, podcast exactly and, yeah. and feedback i i love feedback yeah I, if you have some if you have something to say good or bad i want to hear it yeah i don't care <laughs> I, my feelings won't be hurt i'll take it i'll listen to it like even when like, i'm djing like you're gonna give me a song to play like i'm not one of those guys that says no requests like no give me a song <laughs> I hate uh, you know what i'm saying like most like sometimes yeah the song will be ass but like i'll i'll, I'll listen you know what i mean like i'll i'll take it and sometimes it could be like the song that like makes the party like yeah. or it changes the mood whatever but um, like talking about like podcasts and stuff like I don't know you find your people and you just build on that because it's mm-hmm. word of mar- it's word of mouth if someone enjoys your pocket it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how many people it really doesn't like numbers don't matter in the grand scheme of things because yeah. yeah. if you enjoy it you're going to keep doing it and that's where the growth's going to come from not from seeing oh we got 30 likes on this or, or 1,000 likes on this like it doesn't matter like if you yeah. enjoy doing it like two like I've been doing it for two years. You guys have been doing it, what, for, like, since March, you said, right? Around that? May. 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 Exactly. Even better. So, like, you've been doing it since May. So, it's, like, next May, you guys will have 
three DSLR cameras. <laughs> and the, the one after that, you'll have your own studio with a, you know, with your your title here. Like you'll have speak it into existence. <laughs> yes. I'm so uh, like literally everything. Like uh, you guys know, um, like uh, Keenan's down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So me and my buddy Nick, when we first started the podcast, we were talking. I'm like, dude, like, I would love to play there. Like, I'll be such a fun time. All of our Northeast heads go there. Like, mm. and we were like, we we're manifesting it. And um, right around the beginning of summer, um, I was with the friends with the band Mike and Kelly. They went up like, "Yo, Kev, like, I'm, meet this guy. He's the owner of Keenan's. Mm -hmm. I DJed Keenan's for a, a reunion party two weeks later. Like, just because, so like, awesome. like, and yeah. that's just so real. Like, and like Steam, literally before I got here, just got a call about Steam. The, the owner called me, said, Kev, we want you to play there.' I'm like, I've been talking about this for how long? Mm -hmm. I said, if I played here, I would rock it. And then yeah. now I have the opportunity to bring it back. So it's like. You just like if you just fucking like it's it's crazy it's weird it's crazy it, like I would say if you work the universal work yeah and I feel like we looked back to the beginning of the summer and obviously I found out midsummer I was pregnant congratulations so, by the way <laughs> yeah congrats you. the girl right <laughs> yes congrats thank you. congrats um so I feel like I was like holy crap like she made me want to keep doing it yeah I was like all right like. You can look up to me no matter mm -hmm. what. We started with no followers. Like, mm -hmm. we started from nothing, and we still don't have a lot. And it's like, I'm going to keep doing this just so she yeah. knows no matter what, do what you love, no matter what exactly. people say. Set the example. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're going you're to have a fourth co-host eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always but, say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but and when you guys have kids too. But, you know, yeah, but yeah, it's like you're setting the example, but like not even for your kid too, but like also everyone around you, mm -hmm. you know? So if you start seeing other people do podcasts, like you should like take pride in that. It shouldn't mm -hmm. be like a competition thing. Yeah. Take pride in that. Like, And I think we all went through like that little slump like midsummer or like, why are we doing this? Like, mm -hmm. we felt like we weren't getting anywhere. It happens. And then we were like, wait. It's like the oh. worst feeling. Yeah. It is. It really is. Yeah. I remember texting the group chat one day, and I was like, guys, this is supposed to be fun. Like, we're stressing about this. Yeah. 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 That's and thing. it's yeah. like, we just have to stop, like, like I said before, like, I'd rather have 20 followers that are, like, in, like, they're like, yo, I listen, than have, like, a thousand. And they're like, yeah, I saw last episode. I haven't seen since. You know, yeah. like, yeah. people who actually, like, listen and, like, yeah. can ha co you can compensate. Yeah. And like the that. fun of it, um, for me, like, I know we were talking about editing. Like, the fun of it for me is editing, doing the thumbnails and, like, doing yeah. the clips. Like, <laughs> that's the fun of it for me because mm -hmm. creative. And, like, and it's something that I think about, too, is, like, it, it, it's something that I do. It's, it's, I won't say it's easy, but it's, like, it's content that you can sit on a couch and do, right? Yeah. You, know, you don't have to go out and, like, film it or make a whole production, like, it's something that keeps you creative every single week. So, like, you mm -hmm. guys are talking and planning out, you know, like, the different guests you want to have on. And then you're planning, oh, we should add new equipment. Or then you you just, like, it just snowballs into different stuff. And that's when it, that's when it gets fun. And then mm -hmm. when you start seeing that you're making an impact, that's when it really starts to, like, get fun. And, and you have ideas and they fail and they don't always work out. And that's fine. Like, it's you're going to try different shit and you'll find your lane, mm -hmm. you know. Your energy is just such a breath of fresh air. Like, yes. I think we're going to call you once a week. I just yeah, feel like, hype us no, up. Like, honestly, like, we need to hear it. Come uh, on. Honestly, though, like, if you guys, anything you guys ever need, like, I'll, I'll even send you some equipment. I'll, anything you guys ever need, like, let me know. Like, even, like, for guests, too. Like, I can let some people know. And maybe get, like, Megan on or, you know, with the Grace Project, the founder of the Grace Project. Like, I could, I, like I said, I'd love to work with you guys. And, you know, I think it'd be cool because, like, I always say too, like when I have my guests on, like I something I always look for is someone who just like isn't afraid to to try new shit, or like someone who's like one who has a crazy story. Like a good story is always good for people to listen to to relate to. 
but also somebody who's like who just tries different shit is creative mm-hmm. like you know like um like brand flakes you know gay gay, gay chaos you know like it's, <laughs> it's my guy i love him um but just say people like that just just why, why not like you mm-hmm. know what i mean i don't know this is my thoughts on it did you start the podcast by yourself so originally it was me and Nick. I'm confused. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't think Nick will watch this, but you know, love him to death. We actually don't talk anymore. Um, we're not close anymore um, for different reasons. But um, so initially, initially it was me and him. Um, but like I did everything. I got a, he he showed up because he was very good at talking. He was very good at bringing up certain points. That was his strength. My strength was everything else: the filming, the editing, the marketing, the branding, all that stuff. But like, but um, nah. So he stopped doing it um for his he had work and there's a lot of different reasons but um so i took it on and it was my thing to begin with and you know it's like my baby so it's like um i i just been doing it myself and then i you know i had like i'll try different co-hosts um and then they'll kind of like fall off or flake and then mm. you know um because no one's gonna love it as much as like you guys <laughs> would, yeah. right so it's like um so I, I always found myself depending on other people um for a little so I, there was times where i would do it by myself and then i was like ah things are more fun with other people it's more fun shared so i would have co-hosts on but like like i said it just always comes back to me just doing it myself if you want it done right do it yourself you know i don't gotta worry about there's certain you know the more people you bring on the more things you have to worry about mm-hmm. more people's schedules you have to work around yeah mm-hmm. but um <laughs> we know that yeah, I'm a yeah, good yeah and that's so. perfectly fine like and you guys have like a really good like chemistry you guys work really well together you mm-hmm. know so and you guys are like really good friends so it's like it works but um yeah, so I just I just do it myself. I just yeah. do it myself. That's just how I want it to be done. It's how it's gonna be done. <laughs> it's it's just better that way, you know. And yeah. and kind of like it's just for me. It's like I think it's a it helps me, you know, mm-hmm. it, like all of it. The DJing, the like doing it all myself, not relying on anyone else, not getting you know sharing credit where it really isn't due. To be honest, we like do everything, you yeah. Know? But not that it matters. But you know, yeah, still myself. I so. give you so much credit because for people who don't have a podcast, like. It is literally so much fucking work mm. that if I wasn't doing it with these two girls, it probably would have lasted like two episodes and <laughs> yeah. I would have been done. Uh, the, yeah, the amount of people that would say that it's going to last, you know, two weeks. I was like, yeah, watch this. And I'm about to be on episode like 70. Yeah, it's amazing. amazing. So I'm like, you know, but no, it, you, like, you, I don't know. Like for me, like it's just always fun for me. I, yeah. like, I love making new stuff. I just, yeah, I have candles. Like it's like, what? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I just like, you know, you just, it's, I love, I love like creating stuff and I love doing new ideas and, you know, I love that stuff. So it just comes natural for me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you're like one of the first videos that you posted on YouTube, you got a ton of likes. Were you like surprised or you were kind of anticipating a good turnout? I was shocked. I was like, wait, what? it was like overnight. I was like a thousand views. I'm like, what the hell? You're like, like, what's happening? <laughs> no, I no, I knew a thousand people, but, um, nah, I mean, I wasn't, it was, it was nice. It was like a, like I said, the numbers don't matter, but it was like a sign to keep going, you know. So I like, I had Bryn on, and then um, I had my buddy Paul on. I actually had to take the episode down because he's a cop and he's talking about like alcoholism and shit. So I had to take it down. But um, nah, but I like it was it was cool. It was cool to see and like, cool to hear about it, everyone talking about it. But at the same time, whenever you start something, everyone's gonna talk about it. But mm-hmm. what's gonna happen when everyone stops talking about it? What's yeah. gonna happen when? You're not instead of getting a thousand views, you're getting four hundred views, or like it's like not like I said, not that the numbers matter, and they're it's very minimal compared to like the grand scheme of things. But um, yeah, so I was just like, I had that, I had that what now moment too. Like you have that, but it's like where you create or you adapt or die, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you like you like you do new thumbnails, you do different different clips or stuff like that. So it's like um, it was cool to see, but um, you know, I just like I just kept my head on straight. I'm just like 
how do I just keep going, have good guests mm-hmm. on? And, you know, like I said, it's all about what happens when they stop talking about it. Yeah. You know, that makes us think about when we used to like, all have a platform that we check the numbers for. And every do you guys remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day we would like write in our group chat what the numbers were. And then after a little bit, like you were saying, it kind of does like die for a second. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And yeah. now we I don't even know. Our, like we don't even check yeah. our numbers. Yeah. I'm like, you don't, don't do to. that because no. it's a rabbit hole. Like you, you will ha- get yourself so stuck. Yeah. No, and, and don't get me wrong. People look at numbers. I get that. It's a, it's a form of validity. But at the same time, in the beginning, you're not going to have numbers. It's just not realistic or it's not sustainable, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. at least for a little while until you put the time in and you, you learn and you, you know what I mean? Like you, you, these are like the steps, the growing pains you have to go through, you know, that teaches you like you, you, cause you, let's say you guys stick with this podcast, right. And you guys, and you had your, your child's four years old and you have your own studio and you guys are gonna look back on this moment where you had two <laughs> iPhones set up. And you, it's like, that's the beauty of it. It's the yeah. journey of it. Like starting in my, like I said, I'm no, I'm nowhere yet. But compared to where I was a year ago, I was in my mom's loft filming when I was like, mom, uh, someone's coming over at 7.30. Um, yes. I need you to be quiet. Like I would have like a UFC fighter come over and she'd be like, oh my God, can I get a picture? I'm like, Trish, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but like oh, now, cool. you know, but now I have my own studio in my basement that I went on Amazon and went insane for buying LED lights and buying shit. And it's like, you, 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 you fall in love with it. You fall in love with the process of it. And you're like, how can I make it better? How can I make it bigger? You know? So, yeah. I don't know. Who do you think your most memorable guest is so far? Mm, great question. Uh, most memorable guest. Uh, honestly, probably my sister because I got emotional on it. Like, and I don't ever get emotional. Like, I'm actually, I'm a, I'm a softy, but <laughs> um, when I'm filming now. But um, most memorable podcast is probably the ones, I did two of them uh, with my sister just because like, how often you really you don't really have those conversations too. like especially yeah. with a guy and a girl dynamic it's a little different like girls talk about everything with each other i get that but like to have me and my sister on and to see her break down and talk about things that she struggles with it that affected me a lot and like all the all the, like guests i have are on are awesome and there's definitely been something that like definitely affect you but i think the one with my sister off the top of my head are like the best ones i remember like me and nick sometimes like like while it looked like i shared we would go back and watch like the one with my sister. Like we would just chill a drink and like just chill and watch it. And I was like, damn. I was like, well, you know. And if it wasn't for the podcast, like you may have never had that conversation. Dude, the podcast, I genuinely, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. I think the podcast saved my life. I'm not even kidding. Like it's because it, it, it's like, that's why I encourage you guys to keep going too. Because like it, it keeps me going every single week. It forces me to network. It's, it's introduced me to such amazing people. Like I had Paul D's tour DJ co-host with me. Uh, it's putting it out tomorrow, but like like what like That's awesome yeah <laughs> like i was down the shore drinking every weekend like a loser and now i've yeah i'm like the, like i had big mic on from like i'm like what dude like <laughs> it's just my one of my i had like my, one of my favorite artists like roses like i'm like what the hell is going on like it's just but like um no i think it saved my life just because it forced me to be creative it forces yeah. me every single week to do like, i don't even think about it as like a work anymore it's like a natural thing I'm like oh, what, what podcast am i doing this week you know it's like um but I think I saved my life, and I think it, it led into so many other things. It led me like just wanting to be more creative, wanting to be put myself out there, realize the capabilities I do have, you know. Because mm-hmm. you, like I said, everyone has. And then for me, I had, like imposter syndrome, where I'm just like, like I don't, I just you don't think you're like good enough. You're thinking it's not going to do anything, but then like mm-hmm. you put something out and people resonate with it. You're like, oh mm-hmm. shit! Like it's like a little bit of a boost, you know. 
We always say this is our therapy session. Yeah. It, it is. Dude, <laughs> podcasts are the coolest. Dude, dude, the podcasts are sick. I love doing them. I love, like, that's why I'm all, you, dude, anytime you guys need me, like, seriously. Like, I love podcasts. I love filming them, editing them, and just, like, and just talking. Like, it's, mm -hmm. you know, because that's what people need, you know, just, like, that, that dialogue and just, like, it's just fun. Yeah. Know? We all have, like, full-time jobs. We all have life shit going on. And mm -hmm. it's, like, for the couple hours that we have to sit here and just talk, even if it's just us and it's not a guest, it's, like, you leave and you're, like, oh. Oh my god okay yeah, I, I, you guys like that. Had, yes. I, I thought i was the, i thought i was the only one but like dude some of the best feelings i have are like after a pod where i'm like i finished yeah. it it went well finished filming i'm like i'm gonna go out you're on like, yes. like, yes. like, i know you can't go out but like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like i'm gonna go out i need a you'll beer see your, yeah. you'll yeah. see my ass in the bar be dancing with your that's me i was at xfinity not too long like a few weeks ago and i was like I can't believe it. everyone's like walking up to me like you're still pregnant. I was like, yeah, yeah, nine <laughs> like, months, dummy. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> but like, on. do you find it like weird where you, like you're out at a bar and everyone else is drunk besides you? Yes. Do you find everyone like? I think it's all right. So, <laughs> I already have a problem with like people staring. Like yeah. I. So now that I'm sober and like can really people stare yeah. and like really people watch, I'm like. There, I hope I'm not like that. When yeah. <laughs> well, like, Odds are you might be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know and I mean? then I see videos of me drunk and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I look like. But, yeah. worth. but it's definitely funny. Like, mm -hmm. it's funny going out and like seeing my friends just, mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm sober and they're wasted. And I'm yeah. like, okay. We're all dancing and have a good time. Because like, if we're all sober, it's like, you're like yeah. what, what's happening right now? <laughs> I, I do that when I'm DJing sometimes. Like, I like, I kind of like watch them like, damn like, is that me like, yeah. so, like is that me when i'm i'm playing you know i'm out there like but that's nah, i think I, and it's also funny because when i was at xfinity for the Phil it was one of the phillies playoffs game i was like dancing have a good time i had like a big jug of water in my yeah. hand and this one girl from high school walks up to me and she's like aren't you pregnant like congrats i was like yeah i am pregnant i'm having a great time <laughs> yeah. i'm like <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah like my friend meg um for um, the Grace Project, she is sober. And, like, she's she was like, Kev, why didn't you invite me to Noda? I'm like, Meg, what? Like, you're going to be around bottles and, like, all that stuff all night. She's like, Kev, I'll be dancing all night. Like, I'll yeah, dance I love more, that. I'll be dancing more than people you're with. I'm like, okay, Meg. I love good music. And I think that's, like, what I've realized, mm -hmm. like, now that I have to be sober. But realizing that I don't need alcohol to have a good time. Yeah. Like, that was just... I don't sure. know. I'm going to be like if, a yeah. different person after this and like yeah. not have to really get, all right, guys, we're going out and I'm blacking out tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you definitely have those nights. But yeah. Like, no, nah, but yeah, you're, I guess I'm, I, like I said, I've never had this experience. But like I said, when you have a child, you bring a child into the world, I think something kind of clicks in you and you're like, I have to grow up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You can still have fun. You can still be calculated. Yeah. And you definitely can still have fun with like your sober nights or some nights I may have my mom. Are you sip a little bit? Mom's <laughs> yeah, night out. Yeah. Mom's yeah. night out. But like there's no reason for me to have to really black out every time i go out because that was the issue for me before yeah, yeah. i mean that's what your younger 20s are for because yeah. uh, your body can't i know my hangovers are brutal now i can't mine last days guys yeah yeah i need like a lick i need like a lick of what iv and i'm like yeah. do you ever get the scaries yeah oh yeah oh my god yeah dude i'll be in bed like all day like and it's the tough it's tough because like 
it's like Friday night, I'm DJing, Saturday night, I'm DJing, or I'm out. And then like Sunday, it's like, oh, the birds are playing, or the, yeah. the game's on. I got to go out, and then I got to DJ that night. So I'm like, then I got to, you know, work in the morning. So I'm like, dude. Do you ever get tired being in the same, like, club area, like, uh, every weekend? Yeah, but the money is good. So I don't <laughs> mind it that much. But now nah, it's, so, yeah, sometimes, it depends. Like, I think, um... If you're anywhere for too long, you get mm -hmm. sick of it, you know. Um, but you love what you do, so it's I, like. Yeah, I actually, it's funny, like, I actually just, like, re-fell in love with it. For a while, I had, like, that little lull where I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm, like, a loser. Like, what? And, like it's that's, that's what I tell myself sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. and um, then, like, you you uh, you get new gigs. You start, you start, like, really, like, pushing, like, yourself. Um, like, I started realizing the more that I've been doing that, the more, the better gigs I've been getting. And it's, like, it makes me, like, fall in love with it again, mm -hmm. you know. Um. But yeah, it's yeah. Sometimes I mean, I, I like going out because I know that like people are having a good time. People come out to see me, so I'm like, I don't, I love it. I just, I love DJing. I love playing music. I love just having a good time. But yeah, sometimes you're like, dude, like I need to chill, like and not, you know, <laughs> Let's have a movie night, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So like, yeah, but um, nah, yeah, I, I love, it, but it does definitely gets old sometimes. You get, you get tired, but you know, like I said, you get paid the to money. do. It. You get paid, like it's, it's chilling, you know. I wanted to ask, going back to you having a twin sister, are you guys close? Yeah, um, yeah, we actually were out together Saturday. Um, but yeah, uh, we were close. There's there, there a time we weren't. Um, we kind of grew up in like different sides of like, like our like the in you know in school there's like different like groups of people. Mm -hmm. You're really in different groups of people. So like we um, we were never like we were close, but we we're never like as close as we are now. You know what I mean? So I think uh, now we're very very close. We talk about everything and anything she needs, she lets me know and. You know, we're just doing our things. We don't live together, so I don't see her as much, but mm -hmm. whenever she needs me, you know. Is it just you two, or do you have other siblings? So, yes, it's me and my sister. Um, but, um, yeah, it's me and her and our dog, Maxie. So, <laughs> yeah, he's a stud. Have you guys celebrated every birthday together? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, one year apart. Not off the top of my head. I mean, Are these yeah. twin questions? <laughs> I know. Now, I, yeah, twin, I, yeah, she's a twin. So my birthday's I'll, tomorrow. I'll, let me, and I'm like, I've never said Oh, your birthday's that. tomorrow? Yeah. Hi, your birthday. Thank you. Let me ask you. Okay, let me ask you. Have you you and your, your twin ever have such a birthday? No, never. Exactly. Like, yeah. I flew to Tampa when he was out there, surprised him. Um, He's coming back from DR today right now. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he was on a boat this weekend. Yeah, like, it's like 85. Yeah, I was just like, who is this dude? What's his Yeah, what's his name? I meet this dude. Um, Yeah, be it. We're always, you know. We're close. Yeah. We're always together on our birthdays and, you know, so. I think those are just, like, I get the, do you ever get the questions like that? Like, are you guys close? Do you guys feel it? Like, mm -hmm. if yeah. someone's hurt, do you feel it? We're like, it? do we have the same yeah, thoughts? Yeah, exactly. Like, nah. I'm like, yeah, he's low-key crying right now. Like, <laughs> <Nah. laughs> so, like, actually, my sister's in bed right now. Yeah. Like, But nah. my mom's an identical twin and she says that. She's like, I know when Titi's upset. And I'm like, that's Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes, like, it does happen because, like, you just know each other so well. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, but. I don't know, like we don't have like the telepathy like yeah. i don't know if it's an actual thing yeah. i feel like are like this literally a twin like look alike but um nah we we definitely like you know we, we share the same thoughts sometimes like we definitely because we, we know each other so well yeah you know it's your other half yeah exactly you know everything about your your brother or sister like you just yeah. know every, like i'm not gonna very strong the pod <laughs> um but yeah you know so um we're gonna get a little bit into your <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> your relationship. Are you... Or lack thereof. So you're single. Yeah. For anyone. Are you ready to mingle? Yeah. What is... Always ready to mingle. <laughs> um, honestly, I think that I'm just like... I don't know. I, I'm very picky. 
you know, so like I, I don't like I always tell myself I'll never like settle for anything less or like if it doesn't feel 100% right, I'm not going to be 100% into it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like and I'm just super like busy, you know, mm-hmm. like but if for the right person, like it's fine. Like I've seen it work with my buddy Eddie uh, towards a poly D and his girlfriends with him at every gig. Like it's it, it can be a thing. But um, I don't know. I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm having fun. I'm just like figuring myself out yeah. and like just doing my own thing. And I'm not really putting pressure on it. Yeah, do you want a person to, like, come home to? For sure. But, like, I'm not going to, like, rush it. Or mm-hmm. if it's not meant to be, it's not, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And how old are you? 26. I feel like there's going to be a lot of swipe ups when we release this. Yeah. And Let's they're going to be like, who's your friend? Let's go. Follow me on the gram. Come out to my gigs. Um, but, yeah, nah. I'm single. And I haven't been in a relationship in probably, like, uh, two years. So, and that, and that was... If you're watching this, I'm sorry, but it was we had a we had our moments, you know. <laughs> it happens. That is like dating in your twenties though. Like I mm-hmm. feel like it's yeah. it's a roller coaster. Yeah, it's funny. Like I'll I'll hear people who who are together like forever. I'm like, ugh. Like, that's this one she's like, like, yeah, like, i'm sorry but congratulations but i'm like <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like jealous though like you know what i mean yeah. like shout out to your boyfriend like I'm, I'm just like jealous i'm like shit you know but it happens like i always tell myself like it, i'm i'm so for me i'm excited because i know that i'm gonna meet like my person's still out there yeah. you know so i'm never i'm never like oh like oh they're happy I'm like that's them like mm-hmm. it's not me like mm-hmm. my, my person's gonna be different than your person or whatever mm-hmm. so it'll happen when it's supposed to happen for right now i'm just focusing on myself and yeah. You're living your best life. Trying to. You are. Trying my best. <laughs> I love having people on that are single because I feel like everybody, we're all in a relationship and it's yeah. like you need that single person so people can relate to. Gotta bounce it out a little bit, <laughs> you know? Nah, yeah. I, uh, nah, so, I don't know. I guess I'm in a rush. And, and being single, like, it has its perks, but so is being in a relationship. Like, you're having, a, you gotta have a beautiful family. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it, there's, it has its perks, you know what I mean? Um, but it's funny, my parents, like, I actually, like, my standards are so high. Because, I was gonna ask, do you have a type? Um, <laughs> it's okay. Be honest. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't have a type. If you're watching, I don't have a type. Um, you know, I can't. You know, minimize myself. Yeah, you know, keep pro. Nah, but um, you know, seriously, like my my standards are so high because of my parents. Like my dad, and my mom were together since they were 21. Mm. Had me when we were 21. Like my mom was like playing at Holy Family basketball. My dad was at jo- Holy Family basketball for the men's. Um, and like my mom had like two twenty ACLs, was pregnant with twins. Like, just I don't know how she did it. Like crazy. Like Trish, if you're watching, I shout out to you. Um, but um, now so my mom. It's so funny because like my mom and dad are like I'm very fortunate to have like a great two great parents who mm-hmm. like love each other. And that's the thing. My dad always like flirts with my mom, and like it's it you like it just it's so weird to me. Like it just never changes. They're always so happy. Like they have yeah. moments, but. He, they he, like they love each other so much and like i see that and i'm like damn i want that mm-hmm. like, yeah i want that if i don't have that then i'm not i'm doing it wrong you know so yeah. i you know based it off of them so times are a little different though yeah with social media and all that bs out there yeah 100 but it's just it's just access you know you have more access to people and it's easier but um yeah, at times are different. You're right. You're a- you were actually, actually, you were absolutely right. And you guys are lucky that you are locked up because it's, it, yeah, I'm telling you, it's tough. It's rough out here. It's rough out here, man. It's, it's tough. But, um, nah, if it happens, it happens, it happens. You know what I mean? Um, that's one thing about your 20s. Like, Lex has been with her boyfriend for a while. So, so I, all of us. How many? Have. How long? Six years. Damn, good for you. <laughs> good for you. But in your 20s, you're like still trying to figure yourself out. So, mm-hmm. it's a lot to, do that with, an, with another person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it can be done, though. 
Yeah, it could definitely be done. I mean, you're doing it. Like, you guys are literally doing it. Like, you know, but um, it's just everyone's journey is different. Like, if you're figuring it out by yourself, that's great. If you're figuring out with a person, like, that's who you want to be with. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, if you if you have something great, like, why would you ruin that? You know, yeah. for something that might not be, that person might not be able to give, you know, the next person might not be able to give you what they did, you mm-hmm. know. So don't think because you're in a relationship that you're, like, missing out or anything. I promise you, we're all looking for the same thing at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like. He's like, I'm just trying to cuddle. <laughs> Trying to cuddle, watch a Christmas coming around, dude. Polar Express, dude. Come on, man. watch a movie. Like I watch that every Christmas Eve. My favorite Christmas movie of all time. It's so yeah. good. Um, but yeah, now, like, I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't put pressure on it. You know. That's good. Yeah. I feel like it, le- it always comes when you least expect yeah. it. Yeah. Like when I started dating Andrew, I like friend zoned him so bad. Like did I, don't you? Know, I do that all the Shout time. Shout out to Andrew for sticking it out. <laughs> he's stuck it out. These girls play hard to get, man. It's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? But gotta do. What you gotta do. You gotta see if they're the right one. That's how you know. Yeah. yeah if they wait i literally was really good friends with my boyfriend and he was a hot ass mess so we talked for <laughs> eight months because i was like i am not dating you yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that honestly i think that's better like when it starts off as a friendship because yeah. like yeah. you see like more pieces of them that you than you would if you were like dating them because like if when you're dating someone they're like trying to be like perfect for you and then yeah. a couple yeah. months you're like wait wait who are you yeah, yeah. what's Dude. going on I know people, like, I'm not going to say, but I know people that have been in relationships where, like, the first six months is, like, a honeymoon, and then, like, they, they find out who they really are. Dude, I, I <laughs> see it right now. I, I have someone in my head that I'm just, like... Yeah, no names on the pod, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but not, yeah, like... Because if you're friends with somebody, you see, like, who they are, not who they're trying to be. And it's, like, mm-hmm. you fall in love or with – I love is a very strong word. I, I use it lightly. Uh, <laughs> I try to, anyway, when I'm, you know. But, um, but it, it, you find out who they are, like – who they really are when you're their friend first and then you build that up and it's so cliche but it's very true yeah i've seen I it agree. i've seen like you guys like you're something your relationship like you guys were friends before and it's like mm-hmm. you know you friend zone him and you know <laughs> but yeah you gotta build it up um where do you see yourself in the next five years I mean, you're, like, popping off right now, so. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. But, um, no. Nah. So, in the next five years, honestly, my biggest thing is, like, and it's funny, I asked the same question on the pod, too, so it's funny to get thrown back at me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I see myself still doing the podcast. I see myself doing gigs in you know, AC or New York or LA, wherever. Um, I just see myself being who I wanted to be when, when I was five years before that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like... My whole thing is, like, I try not to look too far ahead because it's kind of, like, hypocritical as I ask people that question. But, like, kind of, like, thinking about it, like, I, my whole thing is just being consistent. I, I just want to be as consistent as I can. And, and f- when I find what I love to do and just keep doing it, like, uh, my vision is for The Greatest Project to be one of the biggest nonprofits in Philly, if not the country. Um, I want to be big, you know, one of the biggest DJs in, in the area, like podcast one one of, the, one of the biggest ones like it's just like i wanted to see growth mm-hmm. you know i wanted to see growth and and just make sure like i'm happy and that i'm like you know just doing the things that i want to do before i get old and you know all that stuff so i don't know just being consistent and just growing and see where it goes you know what's something you wish you could tell your younger self mm, don't drink as much <laughs> uh no um Facts. so actually this is a great question because um uh, in high school and like grade school, like I never really felt like I fit in. Like, like in high school, I was on the basketball team and like class president and shit like that. But like, it, it, for me, have that like, if you believe like that you can do something, just do it and like have that conviction. Because mm-hmm. what happens is, you're gonna see a lot of people either talk shit or not, um, like mess with you as much. 
but that just creates room for the people who love you and, and to be in your life like like uh like with Nodo, like all my best friends are at my table you know like they're like it was, it's they're all at my table they're they're supporting me they're up there standing on this on this chairs like if you look at the pictures i don't know if you go, go in the, so like you see my all my <laughs> friends are like filming me and like they're like up on the booth like like this like somehow my friend chris snuck up to the booth i'm like how the hell did you get here he's like He's like Kev, like he, he's black. He's like Kev, like you're like, come on, man. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, all right, Chris, I'm like, do your thing, bro. But it's like, it's like, I, I've learned. So I've lost a lot of friends, um, the this past year or year and a half, um, for a certain reason, like my past relationship, whatever. Lost a lot of friends, and um, it made me really like reevaluate myself and like see where what I want to do because I found myself depending on other people a lot, mm-hmm. and um, I think recently I really started to like channel myself and like figure out who i am and and push that because like kind of leading back to your question like it just like it brings every it, it brings the right people in your life it, it clears out you know like to my younger self i would say you know like into anyone who is in high school or whatever big thing is i want to start speaking at schools and talking about this like Everyone's going to be in the same spot after high school and college. Everyone is going to be in the same boat. No one's going to know what the hell they want to do. Lost. College doesn't tell you shit. I'm sorry, no. but you're not going to learn anything in college. Like, go to school. I went to school. It's great. If you have the opportunity to do it, go. But if not, don't stretch yourself out. At the end of the day, like, you're going to be in the same boat as everybody else. Everyone's going to be trying to figure things out. They're going to be trying new things, you know. And you just, if you have a conviction or something you want to do, just do it. And just see where it goes. Because, like, if, if you're the one that is being looked at different or sideways that's a very good thing i think mm-hmm. i think it's a very good thing because it means you're not fitting in it means you have the chance to stick out and, and do something that no one's ever done before like um and you'll be, and that's where the people like when they see your because if you're passionate about something there's something you want to do and you go through with it and you become successful at it all those people are going to come back to congratulate yeah. you anyway mm-hmm. so like and, and and if they don't then you're mm-hmm. then you're sad you're not because you didn't do anything you, you know so my advice to myself five years ago would be to find what you love cling on to it and try everything like try different shit because i trust me i've had a lot of shit that didn't work and like you just figure it out you you, you just figure it out you know mm-hmm. don't uh, it doesn't matter what other people think do what you love it, it, only people that only people that it matters are the people that care about you and who your friends are and yeah. that's that that's a whole game in itself to figure yeah. out who's really supposed to be in your life and the ones that really will support you that's how you know yeah. they're your real friends Ex- exactly like you give them opportunities to show that they they should be loyal to you yeah, yeah. I, show up pretty much i think show up exactly i think loyalty should be earned not given i think my biggest mistake is giving people loyalty when they shouldn't have mm-hmm. you know so i i found myself because it's not it's, it's similar to like a relationship right like you have let's say you have a guy tell you that you look great tonight mm-hmm. it, it don't matter but if, if andrew tells you look great it means the world to you because mm-hmm. you care about him it's the person that's in your life means a lot so like when you give your loyalty to somebody whether it's for business or through relationship their opinion matters more than anybody else yep. so it's like when they let you down because you gave them you gave them trust and loyalty before they even earned it that's gonna it's just gonna hurt you at the end yeah. and you're gonna be finding yourself at square one you know so it's like loyalty needs to be earned trust needs to be earned and when they earn that that's when you know those are the people who matter the people who've earned your trust earn your loyalty that's their opinions their thoughts and then everyone else can go you know kick rock (laughs) yeah you know but it sucks that it takes so much time to realize that like i I have younger siblings and Mm. i'm like 
ridiculously close with them. Mm -hmm. And this is stuff that I literally say all the time. And I'm like, I sound so annoying because I know there were people saying it to me. And like when you're in it, you just don't realize. But like it just... I don't, they just talk about high school stuff and i'm like that's yeah. so stupid but i don't realize like <laughs> but it's what you it's care the about world. when you're in high yeah, school when you're yeah. in high school like that is it's huge and it's just like well yeah it's well i don't want to cut you off but a lot of people in high school your world is so small right yep. so it's like you're only, you're not trying to find yourself you're just trying to fit in yeah. you're that's just trying true. to figure out who the cool kids are or who your friends are like you're not you don't you're not even thinking about yourself like mm -hmm. you're, you're thinking about where can i fit in where can i seem cool or seem whatever or seem like i'm not because nobody in high school wants to stick out but like yeah. now when you get out of high school you're in college or you're, you're on your own life just kind of throws you out there like you're like, oh, <laughs> you're like fuck. Yeah, and, then, and then and then it's like you feel weird for wanting to step out of your comfort zone and do something different like start a podcast or start a an art instagram or something along like it's i love so i love seeing um, like I, I have people hit me up all the time who say, yo, can you just not tell anyone about this? But I really want to do this. And I'm like, dude, I'll help you. Yeah. Like, cause they see, they saw what I, like the things that I'm trying to do. I don't mind it. I want to talk to you. I'll help you. Like, trust me. I, I got you. Like, and, but it's just funny because when you're in high school, you're in that high school mentality. You're in that, like, when you're in high school, people are stuck in that mentality and it's like, it's even okay. college, college too. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, it's okay to like you know it's okay to not <laughs> fit, in. fit in it's okay because then you 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 take yourself out of a situation you put yourself in a different situation where mm -hmm. you do fit in with the right people you know but and that's also why i feel like we started this podcast because i feel like when you're in high school and even early 20s everyone has this like oh you have to have go through this perfect timeline yeah like you have mm -hmm. to fuck the timeline like yeah, fuck seriously. the timeline Dude, i could be 30 single with no kids and i'll be chilling early no family like, but if you do that's great it's, it's yeah i think i think a lot of people um put pressure on especially like in like i'll speak for my neighborhood the northeast like i feel like a lot of people put pressure to buy a house to have a family have kids and like mm. that's great when you're ready and when, when it's for ready, the right person yeah. you don't gotta rush yourself like just yeah. because you don't have it figured out in your 27 20 whatever however it doesn't matter that's yeah. what i feel like we talked about before and i don't know if you can really but like comparison comparing your life to others kills like comparison is a thief of joy it's yes the, the, yes one of the big, you, you know what i mean it's it's true because like it's just it's true it literally is because it's like you you you're it just sounds so cliche but i don't care like <laughs> that's not you like you could be the person you're comparing yourself to you could be a whole different you could be bigger than that you could be more than that you know mm -hmm. if you're because if you're comparing yourself to a situation or to a person you're limiting yourself to that you know so where you're thinking okay like let me see what i can do without comparing you could be you could go way past that with, with anything you know Damn, that was a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm saying the pods are the best. Yes. Um, so for anyone feeling a bit lost, what would a piece of advice would you give them? Someone who's lost. Mm, I think if you are lost, it's a great question. Damn. <laughs> Maybe I needed the outline. I was just <laughs> <laughs> nah, um no. Nah, so I think if you're lost, um, you know, just try things um some like so my friend kid travis right he's a great example of that um you know he started doing music 10 years ago right and he started off just like you know the normal like how you would usually start you start with the you start an audacity and you start with like you know it sounds awful it's like but now 
He has like three million listeners on Spotify. He's like mm-hmm. shout out by Post Malone on a podcast. Like he, if you're lost, find something you're remotely interested in, and just build on that. Right. Mm-hmm. So if like I say music, just sit down with a keyboard or something. Just try, try to like try to like put work in. Right. If you're lost, like if you're lost with whatever in your life, just find one thing that you're interested in and put some time into it. You know, put it, put your time into the hobby because. You know, you'll along the way, if you want to keep doing it, you'll be interested and then you'll you'll start asking questions like, oh, like, you know, how can I make this better? And it's like you just add on to it. And then by the end of it, you have a whole business, you know. So if you just find what you're interested in and, you know, because what it does is that also like if you're lost for different reasons, like where it's like you lost a family member or you have like a, a addiction or something like that, like find something to get your mind off of it. And that could help take you to you know where you may be finding yourself you know because it everyone i think everyone puts things um in like the grand scheme of things everyone thinks big you know but when you think small it branches out into different things like you know what i mean like for me i was leading back to the podcast like i said the podcast literally saved my life and it was something that i was remotely interested in when i felt lost i started it and then i found out that i loved it and then i kept doing it and then it just took on a life of its own right and it's like you know, and it's just it's just finding one thing you're interested in and just going with it. And then that but that one thing will not be could it may it may take you twenty different things, you know, but I'm trying to think if I wanna say it right, but there's like a saying that said like if you were told that it's gonna take you um, you know, forty if it's gonna if let's say I told you like you like uh what's what's something that you wanna do, like what's something for yourself? Like, what do you want to do? Like, what's like career eyes? What like, what do you want to do? Like, nursing. Okay, so if someone told you it's gonna take you forty sessions to go sing, are you gonna you're gonna go? You're gonna get those forty sessions out of the way, right? Yeah. Like it's like if you know if it's like you, that's how you have to think about it. Like for me, it's like if it takes me a hundred episodes, like I'm gonna bang those episodes out. Like mm-hmm. if it's gonna take you like, you know, so you, that's how you kind of have to think of it. You know, like if it's going like to, you can't really put a timer on it, but you, but for yourself, if, if someone told you that, you would. Yeah. That's how you should act no matter what, you know, because that's how you get better. That's how you find, you know, what you're good at. And, you know, and, and, and you know, sometimes you have to lose yourself to find it again, you know, because like, cause it just means that where you were at wasn't where you're supposed to be, you know, like, and it goes for like, like uh, with friends, life took you out of those situations to put you through the bullshit. So you end up going through shit and you know finding the right people you know mm-hmm. I, I always say the only way to get over it is to go through it you know mm-hmm. so damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all it all comes from experience i don't read i don't really do anything it just comes from experience you know what i mean so good shit <laughs> you are on the board of a non-profit called the grace project can you Please tell all of our listeners a little about that. Yes. Um, actually, the podcast is why I'm with the Grace Project. So shout out to Meg. Shout out to Maddie. Um, we're, they're like my sisters. I love them. They're hilarious. We make fun of each other all the time. It's awesome. But like, you would meet us and you're like, these people run a nonprofit. Like, that's hilarious. Like, <laughs> but um, so um, story behind that, I was looking for guests for my podcast. I was on episode like five or four or five. And I saw the Grace Project and it was like their first post of them going out to Kensington. And so I so looked who the founder was, this girl Megan, and I was like, oh, she'd be a good guest for the pod. So I had her and her sister come on, 
and we were talking about it. And so the story about Megan, um, literally she's been like probably one of my biggest inspirations um, in the world. Like I'll never, we met, I mess her all the time, but like when it, deep down, like she's one of my like best friends, my biggest inspirations, like I look up to her. So she was out in Kensington. She, the Grace Pride has only been around for like two years. She, like, she, like, like before that, she was out in Kensington, like living homeless, like doing drugs, like crazy. Like I call her, she, I call her my, uh, my druggie, my, uh, you know, <laughs> my, <laughs> also, I, whatever. So, um, so, um, yeah, so she was out in Kensington and so, uh, she, so she was going to, in and out of rehab, she was in and out of rehab like 80 times, out of jail like 60 times, like she was a felon. Um, but, uh, all the jokes. Um, so she, um, and it's kind of like how the grace project got started. I'll tell you where I come in. Um, so she was out in Kennington. She came back home to live with her mom. And um, she had, and like, I'm going to get Meg on this podcast, by the way. Um, she would, she has a great story. You guys should hear it. Um, so she, uh, she's, her mom wanted to go out and give clothes and food out to the people in Kennington. And she, her, her mom, shout out to mom. She was like, Max, like, if I want to go out and give food and clothes out to the people, because, like, a lot of Max's friends were out there. She was out there with them. She's like, how do I do that? She's like, how do I do that? Meg's like, one, you're not going out, out there. <laughs> Two, you're not doing it alone. So Meg made a post on Facebook uh, basically saying, hey, anyone want to come out and volunteer, give food and clothes out? And they were like, and she had a crazy turnout. I wasn't involved yet. She had a crazy turnout. And then so she's like, I need a name for it. And she named it the Grace Project and for like an acronym that I, I honestly forget on the spot. Sorry, Meg. Um, but she, like I said, she'll tell you everything. Um, so she did it, started doing it, started going out and, uh, you know, going out to Kensington every Thursday. And um, so this is right around the time when I had her on the podcast. So it was pretty fresh. And uh, I just, she was like, Kev, you should come out and volunteer. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, no shot. Um, but what really hit me is that my uncle's in recovery. And he's out. He was out in Kensington, and I'm like, shit. Maybe I can find him, or two. He can see what I'm doing and be inspired by it to not, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just ru- ruin his life um, by this disease. So uh, I took it upon myself to go out, and so I started going out as a volunteer. Normal volunteer um, was giving out, you know, food and clothes, and they called me the banana boy because I was giving all the bananas in the beginning. <laughs> I was, just, I was, I was doing all like the bitch work. Um, so I went out there, and then um, the news came out. And NBC came out and we're covering it. And then um, shortly after that, I started falling in love with it. You know, I didn't think of it as volunteering. It went out there because I loved it. So um, me and Meg started getting close. And um, we were kind of just talking about, I was talking about the podcast. Obviously, she was on it. Um, and then she had, like, a new idea. I was like, Kev, like, I want to, like, start, like, you know, ramping it up. I don't want to just be Kensington. I want to be Hope. Like, I want to, like, you know, provide hope. And then I was like, we should, like, you know, you ever see, like, you ever see, like, uh, make a wish or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we don't do something like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I have a camera, I film, I edit, do all that stuff. So, um, so she made me the volunteer coordinator. So basically I was leading all the volunteers at in Kensington on Thursdays. So, um, then she was like, I want to do, uh, uh, something, uh, I want to take kids out. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So we put out a program. She, and we were like thinking of different names. I'm like, oh, give a little, like, she wants to do like around like hope, like something like that. So we did give a little hope called to give a little hood program um this is when me and max are getting really close it was just me and her at this point before maddie got involved um so we would like talk on the phone every day we planned this and then we had our first child delaney who funny enough is my neighbor in fishtown which i didn't even realize so at the time but um so we picked her up in a limo took her out we made a video of it and uh we put it out and at this point me and Meg, it looks like I got very close. And um, it was basically just me and her um, running the operation with our board, uh, who we like, consult with. Um, 
So we started going out to, we went to Sesame Place, filmed it, put the video together. I think the video raised like $6,000 or something like that just, wow. for, just for that program, which was great. Um, so we're like, yeah, let's just like keep doing this. So we um, would have nominees and, you know, we're starting to ramp it up again now. Um, but yeah, so we started doing that and then we did a, we were like, yo, let's do something for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So then we had uh, Hope for the Holidays. We had like sponsored like 60 kids last year and made a video for that. And um, yeah, like my role just kept growing. She started seeing the trust because I was there. I was able to do things for her and, you know, and then our relationship got really, really close. And then, um, yeah, so we just kept kind of just building off of that. And now Kensington's growing and like, it's crazy. Like we have like two before we used to not have any clothes. Now we have too many clothes. Like if you went like in my basement storage, it's all clothes. And I'm like, it's, 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 it's like a good problem to have. Yeah. And, um, and we're actually working on Barstool right now. We don't, we don't know for sure yet, but we might have them come out with us for Christmas, but we'll see what happens with that. But, um, so, but yeah, it's just like, we just like been sticking around together and we've gotten super close. And then we brought my friend Maddie, who I've been friends with for like seven years. Like I've known her since my college temple degenerate days. Like, <laughs> like, so she was always there. So we actually got like really close now. Um, and yeah, so I've just been doing that ever since. And now we're looking, we just got a grant for a van. We're about to get a Grace Project van, looking oh, to get our own wow. office. So like, we're excited Amazing. about that. And it's like. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we, we you guys can absolutely get involved too. Like we're always looking for new volunteers, looking for people to get involved with with anything. And um, it's crazy because like it's one of those things where it's like like Kev was working with a nonprofit. What the hell? Like this is weird. <laughs> and then like it turns out all my friends are coming out to Kensington. I'm picking up clothes from all my friends. I'm picking up. You know, really, how can I get involved? Because like people want to help people. Like it's mm -hmm. like you know what I mean. It's like I, I'm not gonna go on about the whole like the drug and, and you know addiction debate, but there's people out there like. They were their meal for the day. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, like, we can give them two hours of our day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we can go out and set up some clothes. Like, people are they're so thankful out there. Like, they're not, you know, they're not bad people. They're not, you know, they may have done bad things. But it's just because of the drug. It's like it changes their brain. It's like a mm -hmm. disease. So, like, you know, I it's crazy. Like, I fell in love with it. And, like, my Uncle Mark sees it. And he'll, you know, he's very proud of me. And my mom's proud of me. And that's, like, my biggest thing, too, is, like, if like, they can be proud of me, then I know I'm doing something right. And, like, so... um yeah, but I do it for him, and, like, you know, he, if he sees it and he sees what I'm doing, and like, it just makes me push harder, you know? Like, we had our first gal last year, and, like, you know, so this year, actually, but, like, I don't know. I love it. It's weird. I don't even think of it. Like, it's so weird. Like, it's, like, the Grace Project and, like, the, the podcast, like, I don't even think about, like, it as a, like, a, as work. It's, mm -hmm. like, it's just a part of my life now, you know what I mean? Like, like I remember I spoke at the gala. It's, like, 100. It was our first one. We like got 100 people there or whatever, and... I just broke down. Like, I just, I, don't, I can't, I can't explain why I just broke down. I was like, dude, like, I don't, cause I just like love it so much. I'm like, oh. cause like, like I said, like two years ago, like I was down the shore as a, like drinking like a loser. And like, now I'm like, I'm speaking in front of a hundred people who like are here for our event to raise money. Like it's just like, your like your life can change so fast. You know what I mean? But the greatest project is like, it's awesome. We're on new programs all the time. And like, we just want to restore hope. That's our biggest thing. And like, if anyone wants to donate, you guys can you know, visit the website and all that stuff and give us clothes and, and, and everything, even though we have so many right now, but like <laughs> food, clothes, anything. If you, if you want to volunteer your time too, like, cause like you're just, you're going out there. Like we have, we used to have tables set up. We have a bunch of volunteers, like, to like 10 to 20 volunteers. And I'll be out there making sure everything is good. So, you know, whatever. Um, so like, but it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's safe. Well, I can't say it's safe legally, but like, you're out in Kensington, but like that's why we have a waiver. Um, <laughs> sign the waiver, but like we, we haven't had any we haven't had any issues yet. So, um, but it's always been good. Like we have we set up like five six tables. It's very organized. It's like an assembly line, and everyone's super thankful. And 
it puts things in like perspective you know what i mean mm -hmm. like just like yeah. we're in this absolutely gorgeous house <laughs> and it's like you know people don't have that you know like and for thanksgiving like i was hungover as balls as i was djing the night before <laughs> but i'm like i gotta be out there for them you know yeah, just yeah. To, like give them because we gave them their thanksgiving meal for the day and then i'm fortunate enough to go home to my family like not everybody has that so it's like it like it puts things in perspective for me and um it just makes me like more appreciative of stuff that i have you know yeah. um but like i said i love it and i couldn't see myself without it and things with me whenever i do something i want to be the best at it so it's like this nonprofit's gonna be the biggest nonprofit you've ever seen so it's like i want to make sure that it is and, and meg's the same way too like if you when you meet meg like she is literally like the strongest woman i know like she's like been through hell and back like she's just like you know she's a huge huge inspiration for me like and um you know she's like just been through so much shit you know and like she did the way that she's able to like now she's so like revered and like people like like love her now and they've seen what she's done and been through and it's like i don't know we're just we're doing our we're doing our thing you know that so. shit's like addicting like when you're helping and you mm -hmm. can actually see and you know people are like benefiting from what you're doing like how do you stop yeah. exactly and it, and it's not and and there's such a bad like um how do you say it there's, there's a i'm trying to think of the word i can't think of the word right now but like people think that if you're helping people and you're documenting it that it's for like clout or some shit but like a bad stigma real yeah yeah real recognizes real and if you're out there for the right reasons yeah. that shit doesn't matter it's just like we it's just it's just we have to cover it because it shows that we're doing stuff. Like it shows, like if you on, if you guys see my stories, like mm -hmm. I always post around Kensington every week, every week I do the same, literally the same exact thing. It's the Kensington location, DM you for more. And I tag the grace project. And it's like, cause if people consistently see her out there, I'm not saying I'm not taking pictures of myself. Like I'm, I'm that shit. I don't care about that shit. Like it's more so letting people see it, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause if, like closed mouths don't get fed if they don't see you're out there if they don't see you're doing shit or they don't see you putting in work trying to build it no one else is going to give a shit yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like you know it's just like there's a stigma around it but if you're in it for the right reasons it's you can tell right away mm -hmm. you know well we are very lucky this year that we are actually helping you guys a little bit yes they are they're coming out <laughs> They're coming out with us. Uh, you guys are going to help sponsor a family. That's super exciting. Actually, we have a call with Meg after this. So, um, but yeah, that, dude, you guys are going to love it. It's going to be so cool. You guys can get it. You guys can be in, as involved as you want. You can come out um, to give the gifts out. You can do whatever you guys want to do to get involved. You know, that's the thing too. We're very like whoever whoever wants to get involved, just, just let us know. We're not like it's just not, like no. We want everyone to be involved. So it's a takes a village to you know take care of people. You know, so yeah. When Bree told me about this opportunity, I was like, oh my gosh, like, mm -hmm. it like warmed my heart a yeah. little because um, before we, we've, I've only been in this house for like two, three years. Before we moved in here, uh, me and my mom actually did like a Christmas annual like um, mitten tree. That's so cool. In our little development that we used to live in, Cinnamons and Harbor, and mm -hmm. we would get together like mittens, like gloves, That's hats. Awesome. And we would do that for a few years, and we would also make, um, like, blankets for babies in the NICU. That's so cool. So we stopped doing that once we moved here just because COVID happened, and mm -hmm. my mom's a nurse, so it was, like, crazy. Yeah, everyone's And then scared. when she brought it up, I was, like, I got, like, a little emotional because I was, like, why did we stop, Mom? Like, I started talking mm -hmm. to my mom about it, and she's, like, I don't know, but she's, like, you better freaking do it, and <laughs> I'll come. And I'm, like, yeah, like yeah. it's just, like, so nice, like, seeing what you can do for other families like i don't know I, it's just people no and you're absolutely right and it's like it's you be surprised what people can do when they do it together you know yeah. it's not 
it's not me, Meg, or Maddie. It's everybody that yeah. contributes. Yeah. It's the volunteers, like like T. Like she's one of the volunteers, one of the best. Like she, it's like it really it takes a group of people, and it's like we just. And you always forget that there's organi- organizations mm-hmm. like out there that have big groups like that. Because right. usually yeah. it's usually just a few people like getting mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And then like I heard about your like the Grace Project, and I was mm-hmm. like holy crap like there's so many people constantly yeah. like going out and yeah, it's, like yeah it's, i don't know yeah no it's tough because like it, it's hard that's why like we document things we try to put out as what we can so people see it you know yeah. because like if because people don't think about that they're like yeah. oh i want to give back but how how yeah. can we give back and, and that's the thing too like one of the unique things we offer is like you're not just giving us um a bag of clothes in a bin and calling it a day like you know mm-hmm. you're out there like putting in the work to yeah, because that's where that's where the real like reward comes from. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can donate money and you know, give a you know give to a bin or something like that. But like being out there and seeing their faces, seeing the people out there that you're helping, like physically giving them something, and seeing that like like um, I remember I had an old pair of shoes I didn't wear, and um, I actually have a video of it on my phone to show you guys. Um, but I gave the old pair of shoes that I would have never worn again to a man out there, and like. And then, like, shit, I'm getting the initial thing about it. But, like, I gave him a pair of shoes, and, like, they were, like, his, like, he needed them. Like, they were his main shoes now. And, like, he was so thankful, saying God is good. And, like, like we don't ever see ourselves saying God is good when mm-hmm. we're in a house like this or because we're just so used to it. Mm-hmm. But someone who gets a pair of shoes that, like, that it doesn't matter what condition. There are shoes that they didn't have before. So it's, like, you know, you, you, it puts it in perspective. And, like I said, like, about, you know, uh, Parker being, like, working with, like, being out there is, like, you're able to directly do it. You know, like I see a lot of people who come out and uh, whether we and nothing too, I want to stress is that we get people into treatment. We're not out there just to give them food and clothes. We want to get them help. So we yeah. so, you know, we'll get at least one person a week, hopefully um, out there. And like there's times where we have to, like Narcan somebody like overdoses like right in front of us. Like you see crazy shit out there. Um, but we try to get them out there and, and get them in the hospital. And like it's another thing, too, where I'm like, you know, I had this moment where this older guy, probably in his 70s, older guy. Um, and it's, it's, it's sad because there's two different dynamics where I had an older guy who just kind of gave up on himself and said, nah, I'm too old to go in recovery. It's just it for me. And I'm like, damn. And then I had another guy going, yeah, I actually want help, but I want to go out and, you know, and then I, I got him, um, in a treatment and we had, um, I think Mark or one of our volunteers drove him to a temple to get him in the treatment. And he was like, damn, like, I just want, like, I'm so excited now. Like, I'm looking forward to this. Like now I'm going to be able to go fishing again with my friends. And I'm <laughs> like, damn, like, fuck. I'm like, like, damn, he's like, I'm like, this is your second chance. Like, this is, like, your opportunity to, like, change your life. And, like, you know, he's just, like, it's just funny because, like, you see, you have that, like, you're able to give people that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just one of the most rewarding things in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny. I had uh, Paige, one of our volunteers, and Maddie because uh, they were, like, they are kind of new at this point. And um, I, I had my moment where I broke down. But everyone has that moment where, like, you do something good and you, like, break yeah. down. We got this guy in a treatment and um, this kid. He was, he was, he was going to get killed that night, 100%. Like, there was people out there looking for him. Like, one of the – they were trying to get, lure him over to the library to kill him in the corner. I swear I can't make this shit up. And, like, we got him in the treatment, and I drove him to my house so the Uber could take – I paid a $100 Uber to ship him to take him to Jersey. And um, once he got in the Uber, Maddie and Pace started crying because they are like, damn, like, we saved his life. And, like, it's like, welcome to the Grace Project, motherfuckers. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. This is what we do. This is it, you know. But it's like that's, like, the best part of it. It's just, like, the providing the hope aspect, you know, like – yeah, it's fun to have events for fundraisers and stuff like that. But, you know, at, at, the, at the core of it, 
you're sorry, a little hair on there. <laughs> at the core of it, you're providing hope, you know, and like, and, and if you like, it was funny for Christmas last year, um, we had a group of moms get together and um, I was the only dude in there. I was like, <laughs> they have like always like old moms in there wrapping gifts for like the Amazon wish list. And then I was there with the camera, like, and they're uncomfortable because I have like, a camera, but I, I made it like fun. If you guys watch the video, I, I did a uh, Who for the Holidays video last year. Um, there you'll see like I'm like waving the camera it's all the women behind me like ah, like, <laughs> but, like people do stuff like that and that's like stuff that you guys can do too that's what anyone can do like who's like watching like you can literally get together like do a little mini clothing drive and then donate it doesn't have to be to us it could be to anyone like mm -hmm. you, there's yeah. things you can do it's just people aren't aware of it yeah. like, they don't they don't think about it you know until like it hits them in the face I was super excited seeing it because like on my family we're full of addicts in my whole family. Oh, and okay. I um, have an aunt who struggled. She still does for years. And she has kids who had Christmas gifts donated to them. And I was there for that. And I was like, this is so fucking cool that people are donating, mm -hmm. like letting these girls have a Christmas. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm obsessed. Oh, my like, God, dude. This shit's addicting. And I'm oh. so excited to be able to, like, give kids a Christmas just will, because yeah. I know how much it does mean to little yeah. kids. Yeah, cool. it, dude, it's exactly. And, like... It's so funny because we actually uh, dropped gifts off to a house one time, like four kids, um, and uh, they opened them right in front of us, and they saw what they got, and I'm like, Damn. I'd be sobbing. I'm yeah. sobbing. Like, get it together. <laughs> I'm like, it's an allergies right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, but like, it was cool because you know, it's just, it's just really cool to see. And like I said, it's, it's not even, it's the people that donate. It has nothing to do with us. It's everyone who gets involved and contributes, like yeah. yourselves. It's mm -hmm. like that's what it's about, you know, and. Um, be yeah, like and like i'm sorry that your family is you know actually family sorry about that you know and that's a lifelong battle you know and like and, and that's that's always a tough subject too um because there there's so many uh, talk about kind of like about my uncle like there's so many times where you want to be angry at them but you realize like that it's a disease that they fight every single day like mm -hmm. the, like the stuff you're, you're thinking about them is what they're telling themselves mm -hmm. you know so like there's no point in just adding on to it you also can't by, be naive and like i said you can dive more into this with meg because she knows it's funny as shit because her mom is like was super like rough on her um but like yeah it's just it's a battle that they live their whole entire lives even when they're clean like anytime someone comes out and says how long they because it's usually most people who are in recovery come out because they mm -hmm. resonate with it more um but like they always say like uh but how long you been clean like uh, seven days i'm like dude that's amazing because every single day is a, it's a celebration for them yeah. you know yeah. you have to celebrate every single moment that they choose sobriety they choose life over a drug or a substance you know um, it's definitely not easy mm -mm. no i have family members in recovery i have some that lost their battle and i have mm. some that Sorry that are part. currently out there so it's definitely like yeah you said you like i you know some days you wake up and you're like i'm so fucking mad right now mm -hmm. and then other days you're like no it really is a disease so yeah. to be able to give back is pretty freaking cool so are any anyone in your family currently clean um one my aunt is um how long you know five years i think oh that's awesome mm -hmm. oh yeah um and then i have my cousin and my uncle are out there mm. um and i a lot of people who listen to know this i work at a hospital in the emergency room and so i like a couple weeks ago i tried to bring my 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 grandpa Pop -pop. <laughs> he does look like a grandpa <laughs> my uncle um there for recovery and it just you know is when you've been doing it for so long it's a lot easier said than done yeah and um so that's something that like our family struggles with but 
I think it's really cool because you, they might be getting some stuff from you guys when you're out there. They might see you out there working, doing it. They might see you working with the great. They'll be like, oh, God, let me run from him. <laughs> no. Are you kidding? Or they're going to be like, oh, shit, like Bree's out here working. She's trying to make a difference and be the difference. Maybe I should actually get my shit together. You yeah. know, it's we'll it, see. It's being. It, it's, They're it's, probably it's, terrified of Bree. Bree. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Bree's like, get over here, Bree. <laughs> don't come over here. Nah, it's tough because like, and it's like, and that's the thing too, like being present, just showing up. Yeah. Right? And like, and it doesn't matter how long. Like I said, for my uncle, I I showed up. I literally had his. So, I gathered all my little cousins, made a video, and we all went to um, Costco and we got stuff and we all made hope bags, and um, his three little kids were. We're all together. All we have like a billion little cousins. They're all getting older now. It's disgusting. But uh, <laughs> like, my, like I was talking about one little cousin, Shawnee. He like my I named my confirmation name after him. And he's like, I'm like, how old are you, Shawnee? He's like, dude, I'm 18. I'm like, what? <laughs> I remember you were. Like, I'm like, I remember you were a baby. I'm, I will throw up. Like you have a girlfriend now, dude. Come on. Like I, I don't have a girlfriend. You do. No, I'm kidding. Um, but like Ness, so like some uncle, like he has three kids, and um, I remember we got all of our little cousins together, and we all went out to costco we were buying we were stone loading money in the cart whatever and um yeah we all went back to my house and made hope bags and um his one little his youngest son was writing like messages on the bag saying like like we're here for you we're like you're you're gonna be okay like writing these messages and it's like crazy because like his dad is you know struggling with a disease and um and it's like it's just crazy because like i don't know it's it's just, it's like i'm trying to like get myself up but it's like it's just interesting because like his dad is like struggling so like hopefully he his dad sees that mm -hmm. now he's the coach of his football team so he goes every game with them that's awesome coaching his football team and he's trying to be present for his family where he lost it all at one point you know so it's like you just have to be present and show up no matter what like and speaking like directly to you like you just have to show up and there's going to be times where they they turn you down or they don't care or they're it's not because it's them it's the drug you know it's like and you just you just have to keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing that you're there for them without enabling them. And that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, that, that's gonna, a whole other episode. We won't get into that. But the point is, it's just showing up and showing every single time that they turn you down, you just come right back up, you know, without not being too much, but showing them enough where it's like you don't you don't ever want someone to feel like that they have no one. Mm -hmm. you know, so. Well, coming off of that, um how we can give back because i know our podcast this season definitely christmas coming mm -hmm. and we want to be a part of this um mm -hmm. and we want our followers to be a part of this absolutely so for we will get a family correct yeah yeah, yeah. yes and we'll talk to meg right yeah and how can we let our followers know how to give back do is it certain gifts we give certain kids? So, or? yeah. So, how? So first off, I'll say you can visit teamgraceproject.org. Mm -hmm. um, fill out the form. We, it's a running joke. Like, if you want to come out, fill out the form. Because <laughs> it's like a waiver. Fill out the form. Fill out the um, form. But no, so for Christmas specifically, um, if you want to sponsor, we have 32 families we have to sponsor this year. So, um, you can imagine that's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, we take anyone who wants to help. Um, the sooner the better, obviously for time reasons and, and the shipping the presents and all stuff. So, we have families who we were on the phone with and they get Meg called most of the families and um, they gave us, we have like four or five gifts that a kid would want. So um, what we do is they, the family sends us an Amazon wish list. We fulfill that order. It gets shipped to, it could be to like your house. If you guys want to have like people over, whatever, get shipped to your house and you guys wrap them and then we deliver them to the family. Um, so if you want, you just you know, reach out to us or reach out to them. 
say, I want to sponsor a family, they'll let, they'll let us know and then we'll coordinate you with a family and you'll get a wish list. Cause I think we had all the, all the, uh, wish lists had to be in by Friday, last Friday. So, um, we send you the wish list or send you the wish list that gets fulfilled. It gets sent to your house. Um, and then you wrap them and, you know, you, and then we can coordinate if you guys want to come out and mm -hmm. give them to the family. You know, you can, like I said, you can, I uh, might be crying. It's, it's okay. I, I, I'll be doing this with the camera. I'm like, <laughs> I'll be but, um, behind you. Like, please yeah. don't get me on camera. And, and also too, you might be in a video. So we'll see. You know, I'm, I make the video so I get to see who's in it and who isn't. No, no, I'll be hiding behind you. But, while <laughs> I make a stripping no, down but, my face. I'm like, we need the content. No, um, <laughs> but now like, so yeah, now, like I said, so if you want to get involved, like I said, we're super late. We we're so we're we're still like in our infant stage, even though we're doing so much, we're doing well. We're still like in our growing stage, so we're, yeah. we're we're we want people to be involved. We want to we want people who like who want to like get involved and mm. want to help and like be the change and like whether it's from donating food, you don't have to be out there in Kensington. We're not saying that. I know it's scary to think, but um, yeah, and like and we're, and we're working on new programs all the time. So and we have a gala coming up. Uh, we didn't start planning yet. Um, we actually just had a painting event. We called it um, Hughes for Hope. So we had like a, a bunch of people get together, like 40 of us, um, and we just painted. We had like a um, painting with a twist girl come in. My painting was god awful, um, but we have like a little we have like little fundraisers like that. So it's like if you want to come to a fundraiser or we have a gala coming up, we want to have like two hundred fifty people at the next one. You can dress nice and stuff, get snazzy and stuff. So we'll be um, there, dude. I would love for you guys to come. Actually, Angelina yeah, just invited us. No, yeah. well, no, it's not even invite. It's just ticket. You get a ticket and you can come. Like, and we have raffles. We have everything. We have a DJ and not me, awesome. but um, but like now, nah, so it'll be good. You better get up there. Yeah, right. So the first uh, first one we had, we had a hundred people there. And we raised like ten thousand dollars in like two hours. And, um, so for this one, we want to double that, obviously, maybe triple that. We'll say, uh, but we want to, yeah, we just want to keep growing. We, we want, we want people who want to be involved mm -hmm. for the right reasons. You know, people who want to give back and provide hope. You don't have to be in recovery. As long as you just want to help other people genuinely, like then that's all we want. Yeah. You know, once we find out more information about the family that we're sponsoring, then we'll be able to let you guys know. And we definitely want our followers to be a big mm -hmm. part of this. And that'd, that'd be cool. And be able to for them to give back as well because yeah. like i said like i don't i feel like i don't see a lot about programs like this mm -hmm. and yeah it's hard to find them i feel like it's it is tough like seriously and, and like, for, like you guys found like found me and that's awesome and like and finding like i just stumbled upon meg like it's just crazy how i just mm -hmm. stumbled upon her on facebook like you know um but we're working on visibility and maddie does our social media so she's gonna you know i always bust her balls but she'll be you know she's on more on social media um but yeah, and like I said, like just if the like I said, if they want to get involved, they can. I mean, yeah. we would love for them to, you know. We're super excited. It's gonna yeah. be fun. It's gonna be fun. But. Well, thank you again for coming and hanging out with us. Thank, yes, thank, thank you. you. No, thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys yeah. letting me on your platform to like just talk about it and talk about. Yeah, you know, we got we got pretty deep there. I'm not gonna lie, but, but no, I, that's a shit. I, I love it. I love getting. That's deep. a shit. I love that, man. Like that's like I feel like that's like the point. The point of like my personal opinion, like. A, it's to be entertained, but B, to, like, get something out of it. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like people can get a lot out of it. I got a lot out of it. So, you know. That's but, awesome. um, yeah, uh, teamgraceproject.org. And, you know, I will, I'll send you all the links and stuff like that. But follow me on Instagram, too. Yes. <laughs> follow but, him. Looking to uh, look find a date. No. <laughs> Chris but, uh, is right around the corner, guys. <laughs> nah, but nah, seriously, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Or, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in my You're podcast, man. I'm, I'm taking over the pod. No, but thank you for having me on. Like, seriously, thank you guys so much. And, you know, like I said, we're I want to work with you guys again in the future. And, like, and we're going to come to you next. Yeah, yeah come on the pod next. Come yeah, to the loft. yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a really good time. So, like I said, I'll try to get a, a cool guest to come on and we'll figure something out. But, um, awesome. 
Yeah, but thank you so much. For anyone watching, we are magic. <laughs> so I didn't get the pajama memo. Uh, kind of mad about it, to be honest with you, because uh, I was I would have rocked something nice. But, you know. Um, we are wearing TZ Trends um, on Instagram, her latest Christmas collection. Oh, so, hell yeah. So let's say it. And just says Santa baby. What do I say? Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And then we have Merry, 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 Merry Christmas over there. <laughs> there wasn't enough Marys in the first one. <laughs> Wait, what's her name again? What is it? TZ Trends. TZ Trends. Okay. Mm -hmm. She started her own little clothing store. Mm -hmm. And she made our merch last season. These are her Christmas crewnecks. And then we have something coming soon. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I'm excited. So for anyone who's looking to wrap a little bit of uh christmas merch yeah definitely hit up tz trends give it as a gift today's cyber monday so get 10 percent <laughs> off <laughs> no, that's really cool then like i said shout out to her too like just doing shit outside the box and and he's you know she could be like your official merch person she is she, she makes is. all of our oh, stuff she is i'm sorry i missed that she is the official merch person but um no nah, but shout out to her too that's pretty cool yeah well thank you again Absolutely. um here is your friendly reminder to tune in every monday for a brand new episode on both spotify and youtube don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> always. We love you guys. And don't forget to do what makes you happy since tomorrow isn't always promised. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Reach. Bye.